Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Should Irish abroad be allowed to vote in general elections? Now, the reason I'm asking this, and referendums for that matter as well, is because a narrow majority of people which is still a majority, believe that all Irish citizens with valid passports who are living abroad around the world should be allowed to vote in future presidential elections. Now, we know how many Irish people there are around the world. Millions of us. Millions of us around the world. We could actually, oh, we could actually double the vote. That's what we could do. We could actually double the vote, probably, of Irish people. But some 52% of people asked by polling company Ireland Thinks last month said that all Irish citizens abroad should be entitled to vote with 39% opposed to the idea. So very few people actually opposed to the idea. And the survey found that 56% of respondents said Irish citizens living in Northern Ireland and the rest of the United Kingdom should also be allowed to vote. Some 43% were opposed. Northern Ireland. Yeah. I might. Yeah. I Well. If, well, if they're Irish citizens in Northern Ireland, oh no, unless they have a dre- an address in the so- south of Ireland, like a mother or father or brother or sister living in the south, uh, and they have a re- an address, they, they won't be able to register for voting. But some do, I know. If passed, the referendum would allow these citizens living abroad to vote from the, for the next presidential election in 2025. And that's, I suppose, if Michael D decides to stay there till 2025. Um, But I want to know, do you think Irish people living abroad should be allowed to vote in elections, generally speaking? I'm not just talking about presidential elections. I'm talking about referendums. I'm talking about general elections as well. There are estimated one million Irish-born people living abroad today. The number has been declining in recent years as outgoing migration as it slowed, I suppose, in some sense, and uh, return to migration increased. Um, But some people believe they should be allowed as they are citizens of the country and they may return home someday. Now, if you start going into second generation Irish, you're probably up to a 50 million who could probably claim an Irish passport. Then we're in big trouble. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah, my great grandfather is Irish. He was from Cork. His name was Murphy. Do you know him? You always get that when you're in America, don't you? Do you know the O'Reillys? They live in Ireland. We met them once. Do you know them? They think we all know each other. We probably do, mind you. Anyway... Some say that they left the country and they have no right to make any changes because they may never come back again. So maybe they should vote in the country they're currently living in, but not in this country. But what are your thoughts? Do you think immigrants abroad, Irish immigrants abroad, should be entitled to vote in Ireland if they carry an Irish passport? Yes, you believe they should. They could do it by postal vote, I suppose, or on the internet nowadays. I imagine they could... Sort that one out. They did it in America, didn't they? The postal votes and the electronic votes. That worked out well, didn't it? And so let, let me know. I heard Donald Trump was given out again last night. He just still doesn't know how Joe Biden managed to get 80 million votes. Anyway, should they be allowed to vote abroad? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008 or you can WhatsApp us. 087-188-0008. Uh, Marion, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Marion? How are you? Good, Marion. Nice to talk to you. Good, good to hear from you as well. Are you nice and lively tonight there, are you? Oh, well, another option is just to whinge and wreck everybody's head. But yeah. No, I'm going to whinge you now then. Groundhog Day, yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What day of the week is it actually? Yeah, we don't. What who, month of the year? Okay. There's no such thing as a weekend what anymore. Year? <laughs> no, there's not. No, there's not. No. There's not. So anyway, getting back to what we're talking about, should the Irish abroad, like Mary and Jack who live in Spain or Johnny and... 
you know, Suzanne who live in America, you know, with their kids, should they be allowed to vote if they say dual citizenship or Irish citizenship? Well, to me, what's the point in them voting? Because they're not the taxpayers having to put up with the, the shower that's there. You know, it should be in the country they're resident. Mm. You have to do return, of course, like to renew your vote yeah. or whatever, um, to re-register. But if they're not living in this country... What's the point? See, they may not, if they're living, say, in America, for example, as far as I know, if they don't have an American passport, they can't vote. They might be still carrying an Irish passport, you know, so they won't be able to vote there. And if we're saying they can't vote here either, well, then they're not allowed to really vote anywhere. Is that their problem, essentially? Well, the reality is, um, look into, say, the resident in America, Mm. having the right to vote there. But if they're not living here, there's no point. But the argument is they might come home. They might want to come home. The mice, but like um, you can re-register when you come home. The point of it is, here's a question to ask. What can our politicians do for them in wherever, say, in Britain, America, the continent? What, 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 what can our politicians actually do for them well, anyway? Well, we do have embassies in all those countries. And if they do get we into do, trouble, they can go to the consulate, you know, so. Yeah, but, uh, but that's any of us that's even abroad, a vote or no vote. Yeah. Is entitled to, to you know, once you have the Irish passport, is my knowledge um, but uh, at the end of the day what can our politicians actually do for them I mean if you took it in a referendum for example you know there's a million people with Irish passports abroad right um, right. And probably more, if the truth be known, to be honest with you. But anyway, I'd imagine there's more, actually. Yeah, I, I I, don't believe that figure. It says a million here, but I believe the figure is a lot higher than that. But, and so realistically, yeah. we could increase the vote, whatever the vote on an average referendum is, probably by two with people abroad voting. That could swing a referendum in a certain direction easily. It could, it could do. Um, by people who yeah, don't even live here and are not affected by the results of it. No, sure. But then that the, the question again is, what's the point? Mm. If our politicians actually can't really do anything for them, or can't, if they're not there to serve them, you know, they can't serve them in well, any way. What's well, yeah, but do you remember, the, for example, the abortion referendum and the marriage equality referendum? There was a lot of young people came home from Australia and places like that just for a few days just to vote and then went back again. Uh, that was yeah. a big thing. And a lot of people at the time said, oh, that's a bit wrong, really, isn't it? Because they're voting for something that won't affect them. But their argument was, well, what happens when I come back? That's I might want to come back. To, I might want to come back to live in Ireland at some point. My do what if you know? Uh, you know, what's the possibility? What about now? Yeah. You know, is the question. Well, that's my argument anyway. I just don't see any point. Well, stay there for a second. Okay, stay there. Let me go to James. James, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, James? How's it going, man? How's it going, James? <laughs> <laughs> Sleepless nights with new baby, James. Yeah. Yeah, no, not bad. It's not bad. Is not it? bad. Okay. Out on my face, practically. How old, how old is the baby now? Two months? Three months? Two, yeah, two months. Two yeah, months in, yeah. a, in a few days. Yeah. Three, four days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not. You, you must have that pencil into the calendar. Yeah, nappies starting to get a bit <laughs> solid now, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Easier to clean. <laughs> she has a touch of an acid reflux, so... Oh, yeah, my... No, yeah, my son had that now. I, my oldest son now, he's 24 now, but when he was born, he had acid reflux. And I swear to God, at one stage, I felt like throwing the bottle. I just the emptying, pouring the bottle on the floor and just cut. I thought you were going to say the baby out the window. No, no. 
Pouring pour the bottle on the floor. What was it like? Four mil or whatever it was every now and again, or four hundred mil, whatever it was every now and again, every four mm-hmm. hours. You, you better off just throwing it on the floor, or just cutting out the middleman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because, yeah, no, yeah. Because every time I give it to him, I just lie him down. It would all pour back out of his mouth again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, yeah, then, and then he got baby diarrhea for three months. Oh Jesus! I've never seen that like in my life. Marion, Marion, have you got kids? Um, my youngest t- turned seventeen. Um. Last month. Did they ever have baby diarrhea? They did on occasions, yeah, but not yeah. for three months, solid. Yeah, I know. I remember coming in, right, and he'd be in his cot, and you'd come in in the morning, and he'd have his baby grow on, and it was actually oozing out of the top of the neck of the baby grow. It was designing it <laughs> in a different colour. Yeah. And the smell is just... Don't and go you, there. And you, and you just, you can't get that smell out of your nose. When you have a baby, people know what I'm talking about here. That smell yeah. of puke and poo is just in your nose all the time. Even if you throw it in the dustbin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, James, getting back to citizens born in Ireland anyway. All right. I mean, what about Irish citizens abroad? Should they be allowed to vote? We're having a referendum probably next year asking us to vote on whether people should be allowed to vote. <laughs> well, I know, that's Irish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty Irish. But, yeah, I think for a short period of time, probably two, three years, they, they should be eligible for a postal vote, but possibly after that for sort of a long-term migrant, then possibly not. Okay, so give me, well, then give me a time. Two years, five years, what? Ten years? I'd say five years because a lot of people do kind of go two, three years and then come Test back. Test the water the and come back like? No, well, they just go see the world a little bit, get off this rock. Right, you know, okay. But, so, but if I'm away ten years in, Amer- in America, for example, that'd be, that'd be long term and you wouldn't be really affected by those changes that you're voting for. So I say that would be unfair. But mm. somebody who's just gone on a two or three year work experience, let's say, they're just going broad experience a different country, get some work experience up I can't see why they shouldn't be allowed to focus. They will have to live with the consequences mm. within like three, four years. So they will feel the effect of the vote because they'll be living under that government. Let's say they vote this year and in four years' time, that government will only be going back to election. Mm-hmm. So they will have to suffer those consequences. But Although I, I, I do believe there'll be general election before the end of this year, but however, that's just my bet yeah. I have on some of the staff yeah. here. That's my yeah, prediction. Yeah, coming off, coming off want, the cart quick. Do you want to throw a bet on there, James? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hold on. hang on, hang on, everybody. Stop for a second. Ashley, did you honestly make me a cup of tea? Did you? I did. Did you poison it or something? Ah, did you? You'll have a taste to find out. She actually made me a cup of tea after me asking her. Wasn't that nice for her? Anyway, sorry, James. Yeah. But so, uh, Marianne, would that be okay? Five years? If they're, as long as they're not away for more than five years, they can vote. Yeah. That, that can chop and change. I'm going to put another argument to you. What if somebody is going to be on holidays at the time? or the day of the actual referendum or the election? Should they be allowed to vote the day before? Or, you know, could they online, put them well, argument? Online, whatever, you know. Yeah, see, that, that is an argument, James. If you go away on holidays during an election, you don't get to vote. That's just tough shit. That's the way it is. Yeah, but the, the, I don't think you should, but you should be able to log on maybe with... No, your it's your own fault. You decide to go on holidays. You, you decide to go on holidays. It's your own yeah, fault. Yeah, but do you not think we have the ability now for to make these kind of things easier? Because, like... I definitely think like a democratic vote. Yeah, the problem, the problem with postal voting and electronic voting still to this day is it is open to fraud. Now, I'm not going to go into yeah, Donald Trump and buy Joe Biden and all that carry, carry on. But it is, unfortunately, there is still ways that, you know, people who are techie people would know better than I would. I'm pr- pretty sure there is still ways that it is open to fraud. So it's still not as good as actual ballot box voting. 
That's why, oh, value, yeah. I mean, we, we spent a fortune in this country. I'm sure everybody remembers it. On the computers. On the, the voting machines. The famous voting machines. We were sitting in a warehouse somewhere in the docks of this. We, at the time, we spent millions on these voting machines about 20 years ago. These electronic voting machines. They were never used. Because no. there was always a, an assumption or a problem that with electronics, it could be dickied up a little. Somebody could dicky it. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I can't see that ever happening, James. You know? No, for, yeah, maybe in the next century. No, yeah, the po- even if we do allow it abroad, I think it'll be by post. I think it'll be by post. I don't think it'll be electronic. The internet is just too easy to, you know, to manipulate. Yeah, but I don't know. The, the only thing security software is getting better, though. Yeah, there's always it's, some, but there's always somebody better than the better person, isn't there? Oh, no, I agree. Absolutely. But then, like, if people voting by pencil, could you not say that could be corrupted? You know, yeah. if you had a couple of dubious figures in the counting. Like, yeah, I mean, look what happened in the American elections. Now, I, you know, I don't know genuinely what happened. I don't know if Joe Biden genuinely won fair and square or if Trump is right or Joe Biden is right. And I couldn't give a shite, to be honest with you. But realistically, there was something wrong. And there was some evidence or suggestion of some evidence that there was higgery, jiggery pokery going on. Now, I don't know what it was. I'm not a technical expert. But in saying that, I just think... There's always somebody better than the better person, the best person, you know, in electronics. There's always somebody better. If that mm-hmm. wasn't the case, we wouldn't need people or software to kill viruses on computers because they kill a virus and then the virus people who make the viruses come up and make a better virus, um, you know, that they have to update the software for. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's always somebody better. There's always hackers as well. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a bulletproof system, no. No. No, it wouldn't be. You'd be able to penetrate it somehow. There'd be somebody who. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's going to be always it, the system. For now, it's going to be. If we do do it, it'll have to be by post. Yeah, post of open. I wouldn't mind that. Isn't mm. that terrible? You know. But like, going back to what you said about the American election, I don't know. Some ballot boxes were coming out 100% Joe Biden, which was very strange, given the yeah yeah the states. He was like Trump would have like 60% mm. with the vote. And then all of a sudden, the ballots come in, the postal ballots come in under 100% Biden. Well, there was a suggestion, of course, that Biden voters were more, I suppose, diligent about wearing masks and stuff like that. So they might not want to have come out. They might have been the older voters who didn't want to come 100%. out. 100%? Not, not 100%, no, obviously not. It just seems a bit dubious. And even like Twitter did admit that they did manipulate the algorithms to publicly, let's say, target left wing people to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. You know, and then sort of shadow ban for right-wing people's people who would be kind of have a prediction for right-wing politics. Yeah, well, look, I, I, does, I don't know much about it. There's no point in me talking about it. It's done, it's done anyway, so yeah, I mean, yeah. until 2024, seemingly, <laughs> when Trump yeah. is supposed to be making a comeback. I wonder whether, yeah, there's, a, there's a question, by the way, you know, I wonder would he get elected if he actually came back in 2024? Well, I was astounded at the amount of people who actually vote for him. You know, if I was in the US, I'd probably have vote for Trump, to be honest with you, over uh, Beijing Biden, but I don't know, like he did, like, what was his final tally? It was astronomical. He got, it, well, he, he, he got, well, he got a lot more votes than, say, Obama got. Yeah. Um, or, Bill, or Bill Clinton, for that matter. And George mm-hmm. Bush. I think, he, I think historically, he probably had a very mm-hmm. high vote for, his, for a president going into a second term. But in but, saying but that, in saying that, Joe Biden got more. That, well, according to the... Alleged. Uh, well, no, okay, well, let's not, let's not even get into that argument tonight. We can, maybe we'll do a topic tonight on whether people should would vote for him in, in four years' time if he actually ran again. Uh, that's, if he's still, that's if he's still around, mind you. Or if he still wants he to do it. Donald Trump Jr., more likely. Ah, James, would you look with the fellow with the teeth? Yeah. What's his name? Well, the, the other, yeah, there's Donald Trump Jr. and then Eric, isn't it? Eric is the one with the teeth, isn't he? 
Eric, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. the one with the shiny <laughs> teeth, yeah. He looks <laughs> like he's just been to the dentist. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Okay, but, so, but, but getting, sorry, getting back to uh, what we're talking about here. Stay there for a second, the two of you. Let me just go to Anthony. Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anthony? Hi, Niall. How are things? Good. Are you enjoying your tea? I, I am actually. It's not a bad cup of tea. Now I'll be honest with you. Could have, she could have done with a bit more milk, but I'm not going to criticize her. Huh? Barrys are lions. Oh, it's lions. Oh no, that's. Uh, but you're a cork man, actually. Barry. That's why you're saying Barrys. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, that's scum. <laughs> what? What? That's Tom's scum. I, they're saying that Barrys is better. That lions is scum, Marion. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. no, lions. Lions, the quality tea. tea. Absolutely, thank you, Marion. That's tea. Yeah, no, Barry's are better. Oh, anyway. And the box we'll even says it's the box it. even says it's eco-friendly. Oh, very mm. nice. Goes down very your nice toe quicker. Read your tea leaves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, Anthony. Should we be allowed to vote if we live abroad? Not a hope. No. Once oh. you've gone out of the country. Bye bye. No. Bon voyage. I wouldn't have any problem with people in Northern Ireland now. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. that because they're on the island of Ireland. I wouldn't have any problem with people. Yeah, but we wouldn't be allowed Ireland. to vote in their elections. Yeah. I know, but that doesn't mean that we can't give them the. But they don't have to live with the consequences, Anthony. Well, they don't have to live with the consequences. If they have an address, I would agree with you. If they have an address down here, there are people who live in the north whose parents or whatever live in the south, and if they have an address or their domicile, or they can give an address in the south. I would agree with you. But if they're not and they've lived in Northern Ireland all their lives and they were born there, I don't necessarily think so, Anthony, because they're living essentially in a different country. And that what they vote for, for if they, say they voted on a referendum for, say, abortion or marriage equality, mm-hmm. it doesn't affect them because it doesn't apply in their country. So I, I think that would be a bit unfair. Unless we suddenly I mean, became an all-Ireland Ireland. That kind of, yeah, and that could possibly Oh, happen. that'll happen probably but, in the next 10 years. I think, yeah, and I definitely agree with you. I think we'd have an election by the summer, definitely. But anyway, going back to the topic, that the second bugbearer of mine is this dual citizenship. I can't bear that crap. These Americans. Oh, my grandfather was Mahoney. <laughs> and he kissed the blind stone. And I applied for a passport when Brexit was coming up. And... The passport office, I was waiting, I thought I'd get my old age pension before I get my new passport because there were so many English people claiming Irish. Irish passports, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have no time for this dual citizenship, it's just a piece of paper, it doesn't mean anything. By the way, now I don't know what the story is, what the rules are, but not every country allows dual citizenship. Mm, Well, we... As far as I know... Who look with it. Did, did did America stop dual citizenship going back a few years ago? And I think if you had dual citizenship, you were allowed to keep it. But I think they stopped it at one stage that you weren't. You had to surrender your Irish passport. Now I could be wrong, and maybe somebody can clarify that for me. If you became an American, or you became an American citizen, and you wanted an American passport, you had to surrender your Irish one. Yeah, I mean. No, I know in the north you can. You can have two. We kind of put up with that out of rubbish, and this thing with Biden as well, like in Barack Obama, Barack Obama. From Monegal, yeah, and I from Tahiti as well, and so was my granny. <laughs> God's sake, like, who believes that crap? Where's Where's Joe Biden from again? He's from, um, is it Mayo? No, no, where's he from? Joe Biden. Um, somewhere in the Midlands, I think. Yes, yeah, I, I don't know town. exactly where, because I'd say he doesn't even know himself. Actually, they had a drink for him when he won that night, didn't they, in the town? RTE were there with their cameras. I'd say he barely even knows what day it no, is. No, sure. Never yeah. mind anything else, but... 
No, I think if you're out of the country, and I mean, we saw it with the um, with the abortion, with the vote on abortion, and I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but they were saying that there was organisations paying for people to come back just to vote, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying whether that's true or false. I don't know either way, no more than anyone else does. Mm-hmm. But... You see, that's why it can be dangerous, because these things don't affect people if you're living abroad. I mean, why should you vote? You know, I lived I lived in London for four years. Yep. I never registered to vote. I don't even know if I could have, but I never registered I think, to vote. I think if you're if you're not if you're not a citizen you can you can still vote in local elections. Yeah. 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 And did you hear the latest as well? Yes. Yeah, so I think it might have been on I think I might have heard it on your show. Probably wasn't true, so we'll go on. But the Queen, (laughs) apparently, her lineage goes back to Brian Baru. Right, you didn't hear that in my show. I don't remember that ever being said. So what, now the Queen is, is her family not German? German, yeah. They're German. Um, No, the Queen Queen is not, the Queen is German. Sorry, James, you know more about this than I do probably, but the Queen is German as far as I know. Yeah, but they, yes, no, they changed the name after the First World War because they with the so much anti-German sentiment. They were sex Coburg-Gosha, yeah, but that was Queen Victoria's husband. And Queen Victoria wasn't German, but her husband was, and his surname was sex Coburg-Gosha. Yeah, where's Philip from? Philip, where's Philip from? Philip, Greece. Greek, right, okay. Yeah. And actually, Philippe. there's a great documentary, if you're a bit of a royalist or if you're a bit of a fan of it, you should look up the Queen's mother-in-law on the uh, Channel 4 player. We, I, which, by the way, I, I'm not going to lie to you, but we we have taken to watching a few of those Channel 5 jobs. Channel 5 have like a litany of these royal documentaries on yeah. on a regular basis. And th- some of them are quite interesting. They're a bit repetitive, but some of them are quite interesting. But the one about uh, Prince... Um, He's not in a great state at the moment. Now he's Philip. at the St. Bartholomew, so he mightn't see a hundred. I don't think so. Yeah, it's looking pretty bad there. Time. Yeah, but um, by the way, do you know that, you, that somebody was telling me the other day that we all know, of course, the Queen is quite elderly at this stage, right? And she doesn't have long left in her life. You know what I mean? No matter how long she lives, she's not going she's to live too much. Five, I think, and yeah. ninety-nine. Okay, so Max, she's probably got another four or five years left in her life. But yeah. The thing about the BBC already have a plan and ITV and everyone else and for one week they're not allowed to show any comedy programmes are you serious it's a 12 sorry Ashley just said it's a 12 day plan it's a 12 day okay so it's a 12 day plan for 12 days they cannot show any comedy whatsoever for 12 days oh that, my god that's part that's... of the rules if, if she dies <laughs> and also the country will close down literally for a week well, yeah. yeah, it probably will be a big thing. I mean, like the Queen Mother. But I mean, the Queen could be like her mother. Her mother was 102, you mm. know, and she drank. Well, like sure, but they all, yeah, but they, but they all live long lives. But why wouldn't you when you get the best health care? You know what I mean? Yeah. They have, I mean, don't they have their own theatre in um, Buckingham Palace? Yeah, yeah. It's there, it was always my favourite ride, yeah, actually, think- Princess Anne. I think she. Oh no, that. she always she always had that look on her face like somebody had had a shite in her handbag. Do you know that yeah, kind of look yeah. on her face? That's what her father Philip said. He said, "If it doesn't fart and eat straw, she has no time for it." <laughs> so, sorry, James. What are you trying to say? Do you not think the royals are kind of outdated? It's just a concept. No. The what? 
the concept of royal families and is outdated. No, I think yeah. it's nice. No, and, and by the way, the people who think it's a waste of money, right, and the amount of money that's spent, although they have reduced it over the years now, there's not as many earls and duchesses as, and dukes as there used to be, right? Um, so there used to be a huge amount of money paid out to these privileged people. But you have to look and you have to balance that with the amount of tourism that it brings into the United Kingdom. And it brings a massive amount of tourism in. So it balances well, no, out. And now the yeah. Queen actually only owns, the Queen owns Balmoral. She owns Balmoral Estate and she owns, as far as I know, Sandringham. Well, but she's the wealthiest monarchy in the world. Or the wealthiest monarch in the world. And all the rest of the palaces, or she's only a caretaker for them. And all the paintings and all the content. Yes, but she's minted. Not her at all. But th- think about it like this, like, they're, they're minted because they pay for nothing. I wonder, I've often wondered, by the way, right, if the Queen mm-hmm. was out somewhere, does she have any, like, a purse with money in it? I don't no, know. Ruth, I don't think she has. Ruth is saying no. They don't actually have she any has money. The handbag Are you an expert, Ruth, on the royals? Are you mad into them or something? What? Yes, me. No, asking Ruth, is she an expert on the royals? Oh. Yeah, they don't have any money. Um, oh, I love them, and I love uh, Queen Elizabeth's cousin is Queen Margaret of Denmark and well, Crown, Crown Princess Mary. Okay, but here's the, here's the question: Would you would you like to be a royal? Love no. it, love it, no, love it. Now you see now, and you have to say, in fairness to her, the Queen, she has sacrificed her life for the British people, essentially. Yeah. Her lifestyle has been sacrificed. She's never got to enjoy life the way a lot of us would enjoy life. She has no privacy. Yeah. Well, very little, very little freedoms because everywhere she goes, there's cameras, there's people, and the smell of fresh paint. So realistically, they have to sacrifice living like the rest of us. Now, don't get me wrong. It's, some people might think that's a good sacrifice because she lives a very privileged life. You know? Yeah, but... I mean, remember that time that the looper broke into her bedroom? Oh, and yeah. He broke into and he sat in the end of her bed, yeah. And he happened to be Irish as well to boot. <clears throat> and she pressed the security button on the side of her bed because yeah. he had he, he, had, he had a chat with her, I believe. And he asked her for a light. And she <laughs> said, oh, I don't smoke, but I'll ask for um, uh, a light. And she pressed the security button about five times and it wasn't working. And he walked around the palace, drank three bottles of wine, went around. He couldn't find a toilet, so he peed into the corgi's bowl. <laughs> God. Sorry, James, what are you trying to say there? We're going off on a tangent here again. Go on. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. She kind of destroyed the British Empire. Didn't you that she dismantled it? You know, she, I'd say she's the last major royal that would be of a global relevance. I don't think Charles I don't think Charles is going to be king. You know, I think he's going no. to abdicate probably, most likely. Because I don't think anybody wants Camilla as the queen. No, she's not going to be queen. Normally, no, she didn't, she didn't look like it. But, but, but if Charles becomes king, does Camilla become queen? Normally, it's no, because queen, she's divorced. Like the queen, it? like the queen mother, if if the monarch is male, there's the queen. Then, but if the monarch is male, it's a uh, prince regent, like Prince Philip is prince regent. So, so what will Camilla be? Just a lady in waiting, or something, or a prince? She won't be a princess, would she? No, uh, I wouldn't like to tell you what she'd be. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> And did you know that Princess Anne had an affair with her husband as well? Right. Yeah, there's a lot of jiggery pokery goes on there, by the way, in the, the Royals. But stay there for a second. We're going off the topic. Paul, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Paul? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Paul. I need to switch you on there. Hang on. Sorry, Paul. There you are. 
Good day, Niall. How's it going? God, well, oh, there you go. A man from Scotland who knows all about the Royals, I'd say. Aye. Aye. I've done the Royals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this crowd of Don't be getting excited, Anthony. <laughs> Actually, I need to apologise to Anthony. Um, I think it was Anthony because he was, he was kind of rolling his eyes a bit at people um, abroad with Irish passports, and I'm afraid I'm one of them because oh. I'm eligible by descent through my granddad. But oh, are you one of those people? My grandfather lived in Ireland. Yeah, but <laughs> it goes back a long way. I'm okay, so do you have an Irish passport, Paul? Yeah. Well, I'm applying for one just now. I have Irish citizenship, but I've not applied for the passport yet. But it is, and I've been meaning to do it even before Brexit. It's something I've always, I've always kind of felt strongly about. So. All right. Well, then, well, then here's the question: Should you be allowed to vote? No, because I don't live in Ireland, and actually, I have a sort of similar experience to this because about six, seven years ago, during the Scottish independence referendum. Uh, I was actually living uh, in England at the time, and I wasn't eligible to vote in that referendum, uh, yeah. even though technically it's the same country, even though it was still part of the UK. Because I wasn't resident in Scotland, I wasn't eligible to vote. And to be honest, I was fine with that. I thought, you know, fair enough, I'm not living in Scotland, even though I'm back now. But at that point, I thought, well, no, this is a decision for people who live in Scotland, wherever they're from. You know, just because yeah. I'm Scottish doesn't mean that I have any more say than anyone who lives there. Yeah, what's going on with Nicola Sturgeon, by the way? What's the oh. story? What's the story there? That's a very good question. <laughs> I mean, no idea. I mean, Jesus, you'd be terrified of her, wouldn't you? No, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, she's trying her best to be a double ganger, Frank Lamarck. She goes to the same barber. I know With that. The, box, <laughs> the same hairstyle. She, I mean, God Almighty, ganger. she'd terrify you, wouldn't she, Paul? Oh yeah, no, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't mess with her. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't bring him a broken tape packet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you, you're going to be arrested now for treason if they hear you on Irish radio saying that. <laughs> yeah, I better, I better keep a voice down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you believe it's none of your business. You're not living here. It's not affecting you. So why should you be allowed to vote? Yeah, totally. And, you know, I'll always have a, a very strong interest in what's going on in Ireland. You know, three, I'm listening to you, but yeah. um, I, I, I think, you know, it's the people that live there, it's not affecting me. Unless I move there, which I might at some point, unless I do that, it's not for me to say. Just be, You know, I, I think everyone goes on about rights, but responsibility comes into it as well. You know, even though I have the right to Irish citizenship, the responsibility is for me not to... You know, like you said about skewing referendums, I mean, that is a very real possibility. And, you know, in terms of the Scottish question with the independence referendum, like a lot of very opinionated Scottish people, celebrities and so on. I mean, Sean Connery, even though he's, he's dead now, he was always very much in favour of independence, which is fine for him. But then he lived in Spain or whatever. And it's like, I, I just feel that, you know, even though you have the right, the responsibility is to actually leave it to people that, that live there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. He doesn't fit into your category, James. But I mean, what I mean, what about somebody who's never been in Ireland? So you you don't believe, obviously, they should be allowed to vote? No, hell no. We lose our democracy. We literally lose the ability to rule ourselves. Like if people born here and they go abroad two three years, there's no problem with that. But if you're gone more than five, you don't live with the consequences of your decision. Like let's take America for example. Let's say something like ten percent of Americans come from Irish bloodlines. So that's a twenty-four million people. Even a ten percent of those. Just the claim of passport is 3.4 million. Canada is like 4.4, 4.6 million. Britain. Like they, well, they say applied for an Irish passport, yeah. Yeah. Because currently so, at the moment, there isn't that many Irish passports around the world. The number's actually gone down according to this. Now, I don't know where they got this information, by the way. This is the, the uh, this particular survey. Uh, they're called Ireland Thinks. They, According to them, they estimate there's 1 million Irish-born people living abroad today 
I believe the number is a lot higher than that. I don't know where they got figure that that figure from. So I think I I, I heard there was a figure of thirty million Irish people around the world. Yeah, I think I believe who could probably apply for an Irish passport. Forty-four now. Well, I've heard forty-four between Australia, Canada, expats between Australia, Canada, England. And then, and then, if you if you if you took it down to me, me dad was Irish, which essentially allows you to apply for an Irish passport. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of Americans whose father might have been Irish who could apply yeah, for an Irish passport in the next generation or two because grandparents' lives become irrelevant. Yeah, sorry, Niall, sorry, Anthony. Nile, what about then Canada and Australia? Because I mean, they're members of the Commonwealth, so technically, the Queen is head of their. Uh, hang on, Paul is dying in the background there. Paul, you all right? You got a wee cough. Oh, I'm fine. No, that was someone else. Who's, who's coughing? That sounded like an Irish guy. Oh, Jesus, it's Joseph. Not Sorry, ha- hang on, Joseph. You're on cl- You're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Are you dying, Joseph? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the COVID. I'm dying <laughs> You've got the COVID. <laughs> I hope you haven't got the COVID. Oh, sure, it's only just a flu. Now. Uh, well, ac- well, according to some people who are obviously misinformed. But anyway, you, uh, you, uh, have you got the COVID, by the way, generally? Genuinely? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think I've got a, something stuck in my throat. <laughs> Swallow the wrong way. I'm doing it yeah, all the time. It, it, ha- it would happen like when you're just on air, you know. I do that. I do that all the time. <laughs> by the way, you know when you swallow and you feel like you're drowning. I do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, there yeah, must I be something that. wrong with me epiglottis. Anyway, I, I don't know. I thought it was just me. That was just me, but it happened yeah. to me. Yeah, I do it all the time, particularly if I'm lying down at night. Okay, Joseph. Yeah, but then when it starts, you can't stop it. No, I know. It just it, it, <laughs> it actually feels like I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and because now it's crying to cough in public, you. I uh, know. You, you're at the past. I, know, I sneezed in Tesco's one day, right? And I did sneeze into my elbow. This is going back a good while ago. I sneezed into my elbow, right? And you know, it was one of those sneezes where you tried yep. to keep it down. And yep. there was about six or seven people around me. And they all looked at me like I'd killed their firstborn. <laughs> Jesus, Paul. <coughs> Paul is dying, everybody. Yeah, Call a doctor. <laughs> the end of the world. Oh, Joseph, um, sorry, Joseph. Is the Paul, yeah, is sorry, that you no, coughing no. as well? No, no, I'm. Yeah, promise you, it's not me. All right, okay. So I thought I heard two people. It could be contagious, because because the very thing you don't want to do, it'll happen to you. Sorry, Joseph. I meant you were dying. All right, Joseph. Back back to the conversation, Joseph. Uh, Irish people abroad, should they be allowed to vote? I mean, look, they would got... It's insanity to even recommend this, but who's pushing it? Who's pushing this agenda? Well, there's going to be a referendum on it next year, they, and it's been talked about for the last four or five years. Uh, now, the, now, 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 hang on. The referendum, the referendum will only be in relation to presidential elections initially, but of course, once we vote in the referendum and allow yeah, it to happen, yeah, they yeah. can extend that. Then you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, you don't give politicians any power or any way to. Uh, we've done that over the last ten months and see what happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so for 2025 presidential election. Um, that's when they're hoping to do it for the first time, to allow it for the first time. Yeah, but uh, no, no way in hell. This is such a bad idea. Open to total voter fraud, like in America, with all the out-of-state voting and everything. Crazy, crazy stuff. Mm. I mean, uh, what the next thing you see, they'll say, oh, we, we have to do it by computer voting, and that's, that's it, that's your election gone. You might as well just put a mark on a tree as vote for anything. <laughs> put a mark on a tree. Are you all right now, Joseph? Have you recovered? Oh, I think I am. Yeah, I'll survive. I think I'll live. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody's trying to bump you off. Uh, well, do you know what? We're we're all on the uh, the old elevator to the to the next life. You know? Oh well, well, some of us are closer to it than others, mind you. Can I just? Well, point you out? never know. You never know. Yeah. I, well, I don't know how old you are, Joseph, but I'm guessing you're a bit older than me. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Niall, I guarantee if, uh, if if dog pictures were put beside one another, I'd say 95% of people would say, uh, you're older than me. Ooh. Right, I'll tell you what you do. I tell you, now, Joseph, if, you, if you're willing to, if you're willing to stand over that and send us a picture of yourself, I am, yeah, I would. Yeah, if you put up enough money on it, I'll, I'll um, yeah, I'll, 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 you can you can stand the two of us beside one another, and we'll see who who says is older. <clears throat> right. Well, if you now we won't tell anybody who you are, right? Okay. <laughs> Provided you're okay with it, if you send a picture, we won't put your name. No, I'm not sending a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put it up online, and we'll ask yeah, people to guess who's okay. older. Yeah, I tell you what, Noel. If you even if you paid me two grand, I wouldn't put send my picture in. No money would get me to send my my privacy is worth too much to me. Oh right, okay. No, no. Now, I, that man, no. that man sounds like to me. I'd give a rough guess now. I'd say he's mid to late thirties. Ah, you kidding me? Are you having a laugh? <laughs> no, Joseph. You, you, you obviously haven't heard him on the air too many times. <laughs> You're delusional, oh, Anthony, now. Uh, but mind you, Anthony, you <laughs> did see a ghost at the end of your bed one night, so realistically, I find it hard to believe it. She's still around. She's still around, is she? Yeah, it's true. Joseph, he has a ghost at the end of his bed. She comes and sits at the end of his bed at night. Well, probably, probably nice there or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She's, up to, she's up to something. Uh, <laughs> who do, by the way, Paul, who do you think sounds older, me or Joseph? Oh, Joseph. Sorry, Joseph. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I don't care. I really don't care. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. Uh, you are what you are. There's nothing you can but do. But you're more... It. Yeah, I see. I'm judging by the fact, Joseph, that you're... Now, I'm a bit of a conservative, but you're more conservative than I am, and conservatives tend to be a bit older. Yeah, well... There's yeah, very few young I, conservatives. Yeah, well, I mean, when, well, when I was younger, I thought well, communist China was a... When I, I thought communist China was a great idea. I remember having that discussion with my father. Mm. And uh, thinking that I was right, and now I mean, good God! Yeah, and your, fa- no, did your father meet Michael Collins? I'd say he did. I'd say you're that old, are you? Uh, no, he didn't. No, <laughs> oh, no, okay. he didn't. I don't think he met. No, he didn't. Well, he didn't meet. Michael yeah, but well, actually, no. James is a bit of a conservative, actually. So James would be younger than the, than the two of us. Yeah, yeah. James is half well, right. Than, uh, I'm <laughs> guess. I'm guessing Joseph is fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Where would you start? Fifty nine. Fifty nine. All right, okay. You'd lose the bet anyway. Paul, what do you reckon? How old is he? Uh, Sixty two. I'm going to go for. <laughs> Sixty two. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony has him as a spring chicken. <laughs> you know, you're the difference between thirty five and sixty two. Get my hair in checked or something, but he doesn't sound that old to me. You need to get your hair in checked, Anthony. <laughs> I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, he sounds as old as Michael D. By the way, just before I go into the break, I'm going to ask you all about my next question, right? Um, and right. I, I'm just going to read this out very briefly, right? <laughs> and Joseph, <laughs> Joseph okay. oh, uh, if, you're gonna, if you're going to pop your clogs, I'd rather you didn't do it on the air because I could lose oh, my I job. Don't, you're all right, don't, don't, uh, don't worry, don't worry. It, won't happen, it would sound bad. I'm in enough trouble as it is. You're all right, yeah, so yeah, I better be quick before Joseph out. goes. All right. Yeah, hurry up, yeah, hurry up. I'm running out of breath. <laughs> get out in the army, quick. <laughs> quick. All right, Anthony, be quiet for a second. Pipe down. More than a third of young adults are struggling uh, with smartphone addiction, according to a new study, causing them uh, neglect of other areas in their life, like washing themselves, etc. Uh, research by King's College London 
has found that around 39% of people aged 18 to 30 reported symptoms, such as losing control over how long they spend on their device and the distress attached with that. And despite moves to reduce the effect of screen time on sleep uh, with a sleep app on the phones, manufacturers put in recent years, experts feared that addiction could also be having a negative impact on what they call shut-eye, i.e. 57% are losing sleep because of it. Now, we were thinking about this earlier on. It's not just sleep. We're talking about modern inventions in general, but the smartphone itself, it has a lot of, I believe, negative effects in society. Nobody talks to each other anymore. Nobody lives in the moment. For example, at concerts, we're too busy looking to try and get our mobile phone to get the shot. You know, the lack of conversation, privacy issues. Anthony talked about, or should I say, Joseph mentioned there a minute ago, work time is now being blurred because your boss is sending you emails at nine o'clock at night. Your sleep is affected by it. An increase in the exposure to pornography, citizen journalism, which can be a good thing, but generally is always a bad thing, if you ask me. And so do you think... The smartphone, not the mobile phone, which I think was a great invention that we could be contacted anywhere, but the smartphone has had a positive or a negative effect on society. Let me go to Paul in Scotland first. Well, actually, I think it's more positive for me because I was about to go to bed and then I was looking around on the app and I heard this debate and then I wanted to get involved. So, I mean, I've had, a, you know, I've had some fun, I've had some crack. Yeah, but you're, uh, with the greatest respect to you, Paul, when it comes to the JNLR research, which is our listenership research, which makes our money for us in advertising, you're feck all used to me because you're living in oh, Scotland. I'm not totally useless to you. But, uh, Unless you want to write a really nice email to the boss and tell them how great I am or something. Yeah, but I, but I, how, did you, how did you find the station? I've been listening for years, actually. Um... And I was in Dub- I was in Dub- I've been in Dublin loads, but I was in Dublin maybe eight or nine years ago, and I heard the show, and then just decided to follow it from there. All right, okay, good man. I know there's people listen. We get texts from people all well, WhatsApps generally from people all over the world, which is great now that with WhatsApp rather than the text system, people can contact us everywhere. So okay, yeah. okay, so so purely for that purpose, that you, it kind of connects you to the world a bit better. You can listen to radio stations and other kind of forms of media from around the world. Totally, for sure, and you know that's great. I mean, yeah, I do get the point about being contactable all the time. Like, yeah, work messages out of time aren't so good, but um, thankfully I don't get many of those. But yeah, no, I think on the whole, it's definitely. I do try and if I'm going out for a walk or whatever, I do try and leave it at home. And sometimes at night, I'll leave it in the other room just so I don't have that because it is a crutch. You know, if you if you are struggling to sleep, you'll pick it up, and then before you know it, you're down a YouTube rabbit hole. Yes, and and I find sometimes I go to bed and I'm not feeling that tired, but you still need to get the sleep. But if you look at your mobile phone, you won't sleep. But if you leave it down, you will actually go asleep. Yeah, because you go down the rabbit holes. I go down YouTube rabbit holes. I spend a half an hour one night watching the life of a, of a Venus flytrap. Don't ask me why. I have no interest in it. Uh, but, okay. Could have so, been worse. It could have been worse. It could have been porn. Uh, Joseph, do you reckon it's a positive or negative effect on society? Well, uh, if I was a nine dictator, I would remove all smartphones. Through I am. Say that again. If I was a benign dictator, okay. I would remove all mobiles. Gone. Well, they, there was a, it, it, because I can remember what it was like before we had them. And yes, I do put it in my pocket and take it off with me. But, uh, it, uh, life was better before. I think it was better before. I don't want to go down the road now talking about COVID, but I certainly believe we wouldn't be in the situation we're in today in the way we've reacted to COVID-19 if it wasn't for smartphones. Well, and social okay. media, of course, being attached to that, obviously. Yeah, but no, I, I, okay, I know this conversation is not about COVID. You just brought no, it no, 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 I'm not going down the road. I didn't no, want to talk I, about I, it. I, I, I'm I, just I, saying, I'm just saying that I believe that it, it has I had a huge effect it. on the way we dealt with it. 
No, I blame the media. I'm actually shocked at the power of the media that's still... Uh, oh, well, yeah, still, uh, but the media... See, the, the mainstream media, be it RTE and the Classic Hits and everybody else in News Talk, they're all, obviously, um, I suppose, guided by what's on social media. Yeah, but no, Juan, there's a slight difference here, right? Okay, um, for example, you're, you're kind of sticking out here a little bit uh, in, in the sense that... Um, not on here, like, uh, let's name one person, because we all have to, for her, Claire Bourne, talk and RRT, constantly, constantly, constantly talk, and the, uh, you're not, when you're on, you're allowed a bit of debate, there's no debate in RT, it's just... Okay, alright, okay, but I, 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 don't, I don't want to get into that, because I don't have the time now, I'm running out yeah, of time. But I'm just okay, no, that's fine, James, James, mm-hmm. mobile, the smartphone, not the mobile phone, I'm not talking about the old style text and call mobile phone, but the smartphone, which I suppose Apple were the first ones back in 2005, wasn't it, to bring out the 3G, um, so do you think it's had a positive or negative effect on society? 20% positive, 80% negative. <clears throat> I think the way it's tribalized society politically is horrendous. It could end in very bad violence. You know, we're only really seeing the start of it. Like you see in the USA, that low-level political violence, and it's just ramping up, ramping up. Um, I think the consumerism that people are trapped in, just this constant advert blasting in their faces, makes a lot of people feel miserable. Uh, children are having massive health, mental health issues, especially young girls. Suicide's gone through the roof in teenage girls because of body Im- because of body image and all that kind of body stuff. Body image, yeah. 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 And then you have bullying. I think race issues are getting a lot worse. Basically, driven by social media, people in their own wormholes. They don't see the other side anymore. The algorithm just feeds them what they want to see. Mm-hmm. So it just reinforces the worldview, and then I'm forced to listen to the other side. Like you would have 50 years ago on TV, you'd have to have both sides of the debate on, and the media that's been completely wiped out. I think social media has hijacked democracy completely. Politics have to conform to social media populism. We think it, overall it's been terrible. Okay, uh, okay. Well, uh, Anthony, just very quickly, I have to go to a break. Do you think the smartphone has had a positive or negative effect on society? Um, personally, I would say negative, and I would be like you, but I, I just switch it off at night before I go to bed, and I don't go on Facebook, I don't go on Twitter, I don't go on any of those. I have an email account, and I text people, and I call people. But I think it has a negative effect, but it's a fact of life and it's a fact of society, I suppose. Like years ago, when the motor car was introduced, everybody thought they were going to be killed. Then the radio came out and everybody was terrified about that. It was going to ruin society. Yeah, but the and motor car and the radio... Well, hang on, you got to... The car... Motor car. It's like a child. Uh, the car or the automobile... And and the radio didn't progress the way electronics has progressed. There was a, a story many years ago that if Rolls-Royce had progressed as much as electronics in the same period of time, a Rolls-Royce would be the size of a stamp and cost 50 pence. So so what I'm saying is they, they have a car still has four wheels and engine and drives on a road. Yes, they're nicer. Yes, they're safer uh, than they were many years ago. Yes, some of them go a little bit faster and they're more economical. But realistically, it's still a car. Where the smartphone constantly is evolving into something that can do more and do different things. So it's not the same to compare them. You have to admit, like, I mean, I'm in my mid-40s, so I can remember, like, even when, I think it was about 1981 or 1982, we got a video, and we thought it was absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. You heard the old scenario, there was no sex in Ireland before the Late Late Show, when the television came out at first, back in the 60s. You know, and before RT started. So it's progressing whether we like it or not. There's nothing we can do about it. But I don't believe it's a positive effect on society at all. 
All right, listen, i got to wrap it up. Listen, thank you very much. And thank you, Paul, for ringing in from Scotland there, by the way, you wee scoundrel, you. <laughs> and say hello to Nicola for me. What a woman. What a woman, huh? Wouldn't mess yeah. with her, Paul. She wouldn't. Huh? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> All right, listen, thanks very much indeed, lads. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.